You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. I'm going to call it out DJ Jesse Janity style and say, What up, After Buzzers? Welcome to our Teen Mom finale. I have DJ Jesse in the house and my girl Jackie Moran joining me for tonight's hour and a half Teen Mom episode finale. Mm. Guys, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. I know. I'm very excited to talk Teen Mom. I am, like, so mesmerized by these girls. <laughs> you, pulled up, you pulled us on the Teen Mom board now, Mari. We're, we're fans. I know. Seriously. I got the two of them to join me co-hosting last week because Ed and Isabel weren't there. And who knew just in one short week I'd convert them to, like, true blue Teen Mom fans. So um, I'm pretty excited to have you guys on board for tonight. Because it was a crazy episode, and I liked that it kind of tied up, like, all the loose ends and, you know, what all the major storylines for the girls were this season. Um, so let's just get right into it. I wanted to talk about Macy first, only because Macy's storyline has been so consistent this season of the triangle of her, Kyle, and Ryan, and her having to deal with Ryan. And you know what? Anytime I like to say, wow, Macy's so mature for her age, she's doing such a good job as a mom, she shows another side to, to herself that is a little bit passive-aggressive, a little bit too immature, and that's what I saw tonight. I think her decision for the first half of the episode to avoid Ryan at all costs, basically, and hand off Bentley through their parents and then, like, literally at one point, she drops Bentley off, and they don't even speak a word to each other. Um, I just kind of thought that that was a very immature way of, of handling things. And when she first told Ryan about her plan, you know, that, you know, my, or the parents are going to, you know, deal with you. I don't want to deal with you. He said, this is childish, and... I agree. I thought it was childish. They have a child together. That's not an answer. That's not a way to solve a problem is to not speak to the baby daddy. So what did you guys think about that? Do you want to go first, Jesse? I'll, I'll let the men go first here. Oh, I feel so pleasured. Um, all right. With this <laughs> whole situation, I mean, honestly, I want to say this about all of these girls. This is the reason why Sammy and Ronnie are on the Jersey Shore. All of these girls complain about the same, except for Farrah, I'll say that. They complain about the same thing over and over again. It's like, I don't know, to me it showed, like you said, there are times when I watch Macy and I feel, you know, she she is a good mom. But, you know, in this episode it just proved and just showed it was just like, really? You're, you're going to not talk to the father of your child because the guy you're living with feels uncomfortable. You're going you're gonna to put aside the man who has control over your child and not speak to him. You're declaring that because what if something goes wrong and he says, no, we're not talking, remember, and you want to talk. I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, it was annoying. Um, Wait, so Jesse, you thought the reason she wa wanted to avoid him was because of Kyle? Because she explained it as, you know, I'm done dealing with him. He, you know, is out partying. I don't want to deal with him anymore. No she way. didn't explicitly say it was because of Kyle, though I Ryan thought it was because of Kyle. He said, probably your fucking ass, punk ass boyfriend who's sitting yep. right there. 
I totally and believe that. they seem to think it stemmed from Kyle. So you agree? Absolutely. I mean, just watching the show, Kyle was complaining, oh, well, you're going to just like little cheap shots. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. He tar- he's, oh, do you want to date Ryan? You bring him up more than Macy does. Macy only brings him up huh. when something negative happens. Why do you keep talking about the father of her child? She doesn't want to be with him. All she does is pick him up. They talk. If they have an argument, that's none of your business. He's not harming her. He's not putting. He's not threatening her. He's doing stupid things with Bentley by not being at the house watching his child. Okay, but the worst case scenario is that the grandmother's watching. But that's between Macy and Ryan. It has nothing to do with Kyle. And Kyle even proved it within this episode. I don't know if I want... Um, to be a part of his life. What? Like, what do you mean? Why, why, why are you in a relationship with this girl? I just think that they are so wrong for each other. Kyle and Macy. Hmm. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, at first, I was like, okay, this girl just needs a man. And that's why she clung herself to him. And it's just like, you're trying to build this fake family. I just see a girl scared, trying to build something with somebody... Because it didn't work out with the first one. I really honestly believe she still loves Ryan. I, I cannot get that out of my head. It's you, you don't you wouldn't have that much anger. You would just be like, You are dumb, you're stupid. Like what you know what I mean? Like there's just a whole different way she should be approaching it, and she isn't. She's approaching it in a sense of I feel jealousy or anger and just being so angry with him because he didn't do the things he was supposed to do and they weren't she wasn't able to have the family she wanted to have. Exactly what she said last night. I feel like I'm 35 because I have a baby. What? what? Then you're not. Okay, you're not 35. You're 19 years freaking old. Get that through your head. You're not ready for marriage. You weren't ready for the baby. And just because you have a baby does not mean you're ready for the baby and not ready for marriage. And like uh, Ryan's mom said, there needs to be a lot of growing up to do. And I like that the mom said that because she didn't, specifically say it for Macy. I think she also said that intentionally for Ryan to hear it as well. I do believe that. Um, But just, they both need to grow up. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Jesse, I can't believe it because I totally agree with everything you just said. You called out all my points. I thought Kyle came off good last week. This week, I'm like, nope, he's just as immature as everybody else. I thought I was on Macy's side. Not anymore. She seems even more immature than Ryan. If she was really trying to solve the problem, it wouldn't be not to drop him off with Ryan. It would be not to let him see Ryan. What does the dropping off portion have to do with anything? It's supposed to be about the fact that he doesn't watch the child. So what does that have to do with when you guys drop do the drop off. I mean, you if you were mature, you'd be able to control the way you talk to him when you drop Bentley off. So totally not solving any problems. Other she's than trying her to and Kyle. jump into another marriage, like jump into you're right, another like thing she's not mature enough for. She doesn't even care about Kyle, obviously, because she's like, I'm gonna leave you if you don't give me what I want. I'm like totally done with Macy now. I thought I was on her side, but I'm not on her side at all. I actually if anybody, I'm going with Bentley, who said he likes Mimi the best, because I think <laughs> Mimi needs to just take Bentley and let all these kids grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and how dare well, I she love ask- you guys both said that, because, you know what, Jackie, I didn't think of it till you said it. I liked Kyle all the way through because I thought, you know, look at him, how he's dealing with this situation. You know, he has a lot to deal with dating a girl who has this baby and this baby daddy, and he handles it well. But you're right, I didn't like him this episode. And I never thought that he really, like, intentionally was trying to get in the way of Macy and Ryan. But I totally think that he is jealous, that he picks up on the sexual tension that almost all of us audience members have to see. I mean, when Ryan and Macy finally made up, their conversation was, like, bordering on sexual tension flirting. It was like, you know, he admits that he was going to do this custody battle, but he didn't want to have to go through a judge, which that was a nice tie-up because they'd alluded to all season this uh, impending custody battle that never came that he was going to launch. 
And, you know, he asked, do you trust me? And she was like, oh, you have potential, but, you know, you don't give a damn. And he kind of smiles and, you know, he wants her to relax a little bit. She says, don't call me names. He apologizes. The whole thing, it was like... First of all, a very frank conversation, the first very frank and honest conversation I think they've had all season. And second of all, just seeing them together and kind of smile at each other a little bit here and there. They have a sexual tension that is undeniable that her and Kyle don't have. You're right, Jesse. I think she wants to settle down because, you know, she has this kid. She thinks marriage comes next. She blames herself for a bad relationship. So she's like trying to rush into a marriage with Kyle when I really, at the end of the day, just want to see her and Ryan get back together. Yes. Are you guys on Macy Ryan, Team Macy and Ryan, or no? I am. I, I think I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm if I'm down with it, but compared to some other couples, I I would be okay with them getting back together. I, I, well, I, I do have a little bit about Macy and Ryan uh, and where they stand in our news and gossip, so our viewers and listeners are going to have to stay tuned for that. Another thing was, another, like, how dare you type situation was, like, Macy, wanting to do this, I and I guess maybe I'm watching it thinking you're doing this just for Kyle and involving everybody in it just because of this random person who came into your picture didn't come into Ryan's picture, didn't come into Ryan's mother's picture, didn't come into um, uh, Macy's parents' picture, and you're involving everybody, calling your mother while she's at work. Oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Because I can't see uh, Ryan. Then you go to the school. You don't say one word to him. That's the type of energy you want to put your child in? It's just absolutely ridiculous. Totally well, agree. even, even you know, their her whole decision, you know, this whole season with what to do with Ryan was interesting to watch. But I think the most shocking decision of the season of all the girls was Sarah deciding last night's episode to leave Sophia behind. I knew from the news and gossip that I've been sharing all season that Sarah was for sure in Florida. And I only assumed that Sophia was with her just based on the tweets and pictures and things that she'd sent out. And I, but you know what? I, it's hard to say. I was shocked that she ended up leaving Sophia behind and it's hard to judge because it is a difficult situation and she is so young and you've got to think about what's best for Farah and what's best for Sophia. But Still, I don't think she should have left Sophia behind. I think that her mom is being selfish. I laughed when her mom said, I'm going to give you a gift and take Sophia so you can, you know, grow up and be happy and not be depressed when really it's a gift for Deborah, not for her daughter. And I don't think it's a good idea. There are tons of teen moms out there who have to do it on their own and they can go to college and have the baby. It's difficult, yes, but they don't have a grandmother to depend on, and I just worry about Sophia years from now when she realizes my mom left me for two years, and she's going to see her mom on the Charlie's Angels show and smiling with the Miami Dolphins, and she's going to think, my mom left me to go have fun and and dating. I have some more news on Sarah's dating life in the news and gossip, and I just... It's hard to judge her, and I feel bad judging her because it's a very difficult spot, but I don't think she should have left Sophia. I, I'm, uh, uh, it's hard because last week I totally agreed with you, and I know, Jackie, you felt that she wasn't prepared for to handle Sophia on her own. Watching it this episode, I'm kind of on the fence, um, I wasn't as mad at her mother this week. I kind of do understand it, and I do see how it could benefit Farrah, but at the same time, it kind of makes me nervous because it's like, are you going to go down there and really get your stuff together? Because if that's what you're going to do, then yes, leave Sophia here and get yourself together, get a great job and education so you can build a life for you and your daughter. But... Are you going to go down to Florida, smile with the Miami Dolphins, date boys, get in bad relationships, 
and at the end of the two years, you still haven't grown up and you just had a two-year vacation from your child? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. It scares me. Um, as far as that goes, the whole thing at the end, like, wait, what was, I have to ask before I actually judge on this. What happened to Sophia's father? So he died in a car accident while she was pregnant. And it's really interesting because when Sarah was on 16 and pregnant, there was absolutely no mention. It was basically just they alluded to the fact that the baby daddy wasn't in her life and that her mom didn't like Sarah's baby daddy and kept them apart. But at that point, like during 16 and pregnant at some point or right right before 16 pregnant started filming he died and there was no mention of it at all and it wasn't until she was on teen mom that they brought it up um but he died in a car accident and they were you know had been dating in high school her parents didn't like him and tried to keep him apart and then he passed away so um that's okay. what happened to, to Derek. I thought that was interesting this week, though. You know, her showing Sophia all of their spots, and, you know, it was sad to watch. Yeah, okay, so never mind. I won't go there then. But it was just, I don't know, the way she went about saying goodbye to Sophia wasn't really crazy about it. Um, Sophia's really... Well, I thought that was a little staged by MTV because she was talking to her two-year-old as if her two-year-old was able to understand everything. I don't know. Right. Well, actually... I, know, I, I was going to say, what is with her, like, talking to her as if she's an adult? It's, like, to me, that's crazy. Because she because... needs to... It's basically the version of a confessional. Like, you know, when the other reality stars, they sit in a room, they do a confessional. They don't do that on Teen Mom. So it's, okay, it's talk to your kid what you're really thinking and what, you know, viewers need to know about what's in your head. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a little kind of gossip as far as Farrah in Florida. Um, oh, please tell me. Oh, did you get the scoop from Emily? So how do we... Do, what were the facts of knowing that Farrah actually did Charlie's Angels? Just a tweet? She tweeted about it. Because according to our insider down at Charlie's Angels, Farrah was not a part of Charlie's Angels at all. Hmm. So I don't know. Huh. Maybe, maybe she missed her on set. I, I feel like that would be... Well, if she was an extra on something, sometimes you don't even know who's around if it's like a big scene with a lot of extras or something. Right. Okay. Well, that's what our... Yeah, well, we'll have to to figure that out. But she obviously, besides the Charlie's Angels, she did go meet the Miami Dolphins and take a picture with them. She did have this month-long relationship with this boyfriend. She is, like, down in Florida. You know, it, it, it seems to me like she's living this life that... I don't know, it's typical of a normal college-age kid. Yeah, I don't know. So what were your thoughts, glamour, obviously. My what? take on her is that, you know, I said this last week, that there's no way she'd be able to handle her. So, you know, I thought it was interesting that someone tweeted after this episode that Farrah is so selfish. And you know what? I have to totally agree because, to me, this was just selfish. You want to go be happy, but you know what? You can't. Have that freedom when you have a child. You can't just go off and be happy. You have to figure out how to be happy where you have your parents to help you. And Sophia has to be happy first. And this is not making Sophia happy, whether she knows it now or not. So no matter what, her going off to Florida, I think with, without her, I think it was just totally selfish. And that's why you can't have a kid because you don't have the right to go and be selfish anymore. Yeah, I will play devil's advocate here and say that Sarah did say that she is depressed living in Iowa, being around her parents so much. You know, she's depressed. She feels like she's still going through this breakup, and being so sad makes Sophia sad and that she needs to get out of her depression and her funk to be a better mom. I'm just not sure if – couldn't she be out of that depression and funk just by moving to Florida with Sophia, like – the leaving, so I understand she needed to move to Florida. I agree with that. She needs to get out of the situation with her parents as it currently stands. But I think she should have brought Sophia. Uh, 
I don't know because I don't think she would have been able to handle it. So yeah, it it, it's kind of like me. almost a catch twenty two. I don't know what. Wait, so you don't think she should have even left to go to Florida? I don't because unless her parents could go help her. I mean, I just don't see. I mean, if anything, you know, you you would you take her and take a chance. Like I said, I think it would be so hard. But I just don't think that she had the. It, there's no ability there to just go and uproot your life and be on your own. You know, you're stuck. She may be depressed for the rest of her life, but in my opinion, she was stuck and she should have stayed stuck because I don't think leaving with or without Sophia is helping Sophia at all in either way, either choice. Did it have to be so far? Like, what was in Florida that was so specific? Well, first, she was looking at Los Angeles and she didn't like L.A., Uh, Then she was looking at Arizona, and she didn't like Arizona, and then she looked at Florida. And Florida was also, it's the school that she had originally wanted to go to, like, prior to getting pregnant. Yeah, I I mean, that's nice, but maybe, like, at least a state over where you could go visit on the weekends and see Sophia consistently. But... Florida, that's just so far. Everyone says, oh, yeah, no, no, we'll try to do a month, see every month. And then it turns to three months and four months. And then you haven't seen your daughter in six, seven months. And then your daughter's going to almost become your sister. And I kind of feel like that's what's yeah. going to happen with this family. Yeah, I don't think it's good. Yeah, I Not think good. it'll be difficult once the two years is up. And Farrah says, okay, I'm ready to be a mom again. Deborah, hand her over. And Deborah's been mom to this little girl for two years. That's going to be tough. Yep. That deserves its own reality show. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. So, well, it sounds like they, uh, in, in my news and gossip, I'll, I'll share some news, but it sounds like they are filming a new season indeed macy tweeted that and i shared that you know a couple weeks ago on news and gossip but at least one of the other girls is going to be involved as well um and so hopefully they're also filming farah as well um because i want to see you know how she's doing in florida alone but let's talk about caitlin you know this whole carly should she should she not go to graduation seemed like a storyline that was drawn among many episodes because there's not that much going on drama-wise in their lives since the baby isn't in their lives, you know. So that storyline was a little boring to me. I think it was, you know, a good call that they decided not to have Carly go to graduation just because of, you know, it would be confusing to Carly. It would be, you know, too much for, you know, their family to handle when their family doesn't even currently support, you know, their decision for adoption or, you know, sometimes doesn't support it. I think the interesting storyline and what is so sad to me, and I have more news on this, is Butch. You know, uh, I shared last week that, again, he was arrested. And so I'll update everyone on that on the court battle news and gossip. But even just in this episode, it was so sad. It was like the kids are the parents. And I wondered to myself, how the hell did Caitlin and Tyler come out the way they did when they came from those parents it was like they're making a list okay butch don't do drugs show us respect like there's the parents here and what happens butch comes to live with them and almost immediately gets busted and is back in jail and when tyler was hugging his little brother who had been let down by butch just like tyler had been let down by butch when he was a kid broke my heart and You know, the only silver lining to come out of this is those two kids, Caitlin and Tyler, Jesus, they're so mature and wise beyond their years and for everything they've been through and for the total lack of role models they have, boy, did they come out well. That's my thoughts. What did you guys think, Jesse? Um, Before I even get into this, because this was my favorite story of them all, um, Caitlin, honey, you probably feel insecure about yourself because what are you wearing? What <laughs> was that outfit? Like, you are not 75 years old. Please stop it. I don't know what she was trying to do with that. Sorry. I know I shouldn't have, but I did. I went there. All right. There I go. <laughs> so, Fashion police. Yeah. I like that. Woo-hoo. I like that. Fashion I'm with you. Um, 
Every time I watch the show, I love Tyler even more. Like, he's my favorite person on this show. I think he is just, like, the sweetest kid. Like you said, wise beyond his years. Um, I loved... He just... He has such a strong heart. And you can clearly see that's why him and Caitlyn are still together. Um... I love, and I like the way they work together, you know, her watching her, well, hey, do you want to write these notes down? Do you want to write this down and talk about, you know, the ground rules for your father coming? I thought that was really cute. Um, And then, I don't know how I even felt about them bringing him to the house. I get the idea of like, oh, I'll feel better, you know, if we really are the ones to help him. But it's just, he's a toxic man very toxic and you guys aren't really you're young you're young kids you shouldn't be dealing with that anymore um i thought it was you know nice that they tried to do it but you can clearly see as soon as he came in his whole demeanor was all right so what are the ground rules not past midnight or nothing like yeah not past midnight you're freaking crazy no absolutely not um you know, I, I, and then Tyler, just uh, just so adorable. Like, so what are the ground? Butch said, "What are the ground rules?" And Tyler's like, "Oh, oh yeah." Like he forgot. You guys literally just wrote the freaking rules down. Like, he's just you know, it's his father. He and he feels awkward being the man right now. But that's what he you know he's growing up and he's gonna grow up really fast. Um, and then to see, oh, little Nick crying. It was just so sad. I almost was like, you know what? I feel like Nick needs to live with Caitlyn and Tyler. They wanted a child. Let, let's let let this happen. He's old enough. The only thing is, like, school and stuff like that. This is in my own little dream world last night. Well, they had lived with with um, April, with Caitlyn's mom. That's how they started out the season, living with them. But then they decided to move out because... Caitlin's mom moved back in with her grandmother, and her grandmother hates Caitlin. It's so sad. So Caitlin ended up not being invited, basically, and moving out on her own, and then Tyler moved with her. But they babysit Nick a lot. There was this one episode where Tyler was seen disciplining Nick, and they were babysitting him. So they're a big part of his life. Good, because I I think that's great that they are, um, because you just saw the natural parental instincts come into Tyler last night, you know, taking care of him. Um, And, I mean, just to hear that Butch, again, is already into trouble and stuff, it's just like you knew it was going to happen watching it last night, watching the episode last night, but I don't know. I just, I I like them. They're my favorite couple. They're my favorite story on Team Mom. Um, And watching it last night, although as horrible as that outfit was, and the whole insecurity thing about Caitlyn, I really hope they work through it because I just think they're really strong, two strong kids growing yeah. up, and it's just... Well, I do know they are still dating, so that's good. When I was watching this whole thing play out, at first it was like about the graduation, and you gave the kids a kid up, so, you know. But then you're right. Like, this whole family situation totally took over their storyline. And it is just so sad because these are two kids trying to just figure life out with what they, what they were dealt with, trying to make right decisions, doing something as difficult as giving up a child to make a right decision, finishing school, all of these things. And just to see what they have to overcome with these parents, it is just graceful I mean seriously it makes it does make you like them yeah maybe they're like this is a weird twilight zone because they're kind of like their parents are dating they have a half brother or the whole thing is like incestuously weird but like I'm gonna like let that go because you just have to feel so bad for these two and give them credit for where they're at because they really could be so much worse off than they are and with what they have to overcome and deal with as their example in life they really are doing a pretty good job 
The only person who I felt worse for this episode, and I felt so bad for Caitlin and Tyler, was Gary. Poor guy, <laughs> honestly. I felt so bad for him. Amber, and I understood what she was saying that, you know, they shouldn't jump into a relationship right now. She's in a fragile state. And obviously they jumped into a relationship at the beginning of the season. They were seeing she was dating somewhere else and then they got back together and they immediately started fighting and it didn't work out. And so I understand her not wanting to jump into it, but you still got to feel so bad for the guy. You know, he was so excited that the no contact order was finally lifted, though it is difficult because they can't be with Leah at the same time, but they can see each other. And, you know, when he played her that song on the guitar and was singing, which I surprised because he actually had a pretty good voice, my heart was breaking. She was rolling her eyes, and he was so excited, and he says, how's my little angel doing? And then, you know, she totally cuts him off. And, you know, he says, I feel rejected. And he says, I put myself out there, and now I won't. I'm not going to get hurt again. Sorry. And poor guy. You know, Amber comes off like a bitch. She is a bitch. She has a lot of problems. And I think they're toxic together. I think Gary needs to get over her because Gary can do better. She is pulling him down. Jesse, I'm going to go in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jesse, what do you think? Honestly, oh, he's playing music. Oh, <laughs> uh, toxic. Yes, that's because they're toxic together. I'm they so, are. I'm so glad. That's why I was quiet. I was, I was like, "Where it. did Jesse go? Oh, he's playing toxic." <laughs> yes, because I'm so glad you used the word toxic because I literally, I zoned out every time they were on the screen. They are so annoying to me. So annoying. Amber is. Uh, no, both of them. Yeah, are. wait. Yes, here's why. Get over it. It's not working now. Drop it. Go away. Move on. Make her want you. Make her stop feeding. You're feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. And you're just getting smashed in the face. It's embarrassing for yourself. And it's embarrassing for the relationship. She doesn't... You have to understand the type of guy she wants. And you're not fulfilling that right now. So I understand, I feel for him, I do feel for him, because I know what that feeling is like, of wanting somebody so bad, and they just don't want you, I get that, and so many times in life, it happens to people, you have to move on, you cannot be, like, come on, you can, this is not Pretty in Pink, is that the movie it was, where he's freaking down, yes, (laughs) this is not that, please stop, I understand you're on TV, and I really feel for you. I do feel for you. But move on. It's it's done. Well, he did at the end, though, Jesse. No. At the end, he didn't answer her call, and he said, that's it. I'm not going to put myself out there anymore. And so you have to give him props for that. I hate to say it, though, guys. I have been using gossip. I, I don't want to ruin it, but basically he doesn't move on, and she stomps all over him again. I'll give some more details, but... It seems like the vicious cycle is continuing as we speak. He needs to oh, date no. a nice girl. That's all it is. Go find a nice girl. She and then Amber yeah. will be. You think she's a bitch now? You date a nice girl, Gary. Watch the bitch come out of Amber, because Amber has you wrapped around every single finger. She is playing it like a puppet, yeah. and it's just, it's sad. It's sad to me, and that's why I feel for him. I don't know, Jackie. What did you think? No, I totally agree. He was all Jerry Maguire on her saying, you complete me. He literally made her song, sang her a song. I mean, but I do think he genuinely, like, I don't think it was for TV. I do think he's really, like, in love with her. And she, I do not like her at all. And I do want Gary to try and date someone else because once he does, you're right, Jesse, he will realize she's a bitch. And I don't like to say that word, but I said it. And I definitely, you got to feel bad for Gary. And I really hope, I, I don't want to hear, I'm afraid to hear the news and gossip, Mari. Well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not even going to, I mean, I, everything you just said, absolutely. But I'm not even going to that extent of like, I don't think he did that song just for TV. I'm just saying, don't do it. You, you just, you're embarrassing yourself. You're putting yourself 
in a place to get hurt. And I'm also saying that when you do start dating another girl, if you really, truly have that spot for Amber and you feel you guys were meant to be together, and part of me feels maybe they are. Sometimes it's just you got to get over a really rough patch for it to really work. Sometimes I know relationships where you would have never thunk it. And then come, lo and behold, they've been together for 25 years. But you need to move on. You need to show her, like, I'm not going to be your bitch for the rest of our lives. I'm not going to be playing this cat and fiddle game with you where you want the control. I'm going to move on. And once you move on, that's when she will wake up and feel, oh, shit, I'm alone. And date whoever she wants to date and realize, oh, I'm getting myself into bad relationship, bad relationship. This was really the man who loved me. She she needs to grow up. Well, it sounds like you got your wish and that Gary may be moving on. So, Jesse, if you have anything else to add, we should add it. But then let's go to a commercial break because I'm dying to tell everyone this news and gossip. Just hearing everything you're saying and knowing where they're at right now, you know... It's tough. All right, well, let's go to. We're going to go to a commercial break. <laughs> Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424 256 1729. 424 256 1729. They television and they want to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig when the TV on. show is over, get your after buzz on. Okay. okay, so in my news and gossip, I want to update all our listeners and Jesse, because Jesse, I'm just dying to hear your opinion of what's going on now that we know where they're at to date. You know, I said in last week's news and gossip that Amber Portwood's brother did uh, reveal that Amber and Gary got right back together the second she got out of rehab. She got out of rehab only a couple weeks ago. She's been in rehab all summer for her suicide attempt. They got right back together, but it looks like they're already back off. Gary tweeted, and it sounds like Amber cheated, and that rhymes. He, He tweeted, quote, I'm completely through with Amber. No more back and forth shit. I got my precious baby. You got your precious Anderson. Hope your sins are worth it. Then he said, hard to turn you away today. Hurting, uh, hearing you cry was hard, but your actions were terrible. And this time there was no reason for what you did. No love. Then the next day he tweeted, I got a date tonight with a girl in Indy. Where to take her? Just dinner, LOL. A date. Plus, I've been over this crap for way too long. Um, again, please stop with the public communication. Um, what does Precious Anderson men mean? I don't get that. Does he look oh, like Oh, she's him? from Anderson. She's from Anderson, okay. Indiana. All right. Again. Meaning it sounds like you have your precious Anderson men. Hope your sins are worth it. Sounds like she cheated. Sounds like she cheated on it with a few people. And like I said, did you really think it wasn't going to happen? Why are you putting yourself back? It's like, why why are you getting in the water bucket and sitting on top of the thing? You know that this game involves you being smashed into the water. You're going to fall. This is what happens. You guys have not been to therapy. You have not... I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. I don't... I, I mean, I have nothing to say to this. And then I've got to... You, you're not over her because you posted, I've got a date tonight with a girl in Indy. Where to take her? just dinner you've been over this crap way too long why are you continuing it how about just a tweet that said hey where should i where's a good date place if you want to hear what people have to say why are you specifically saying you're saying those things to try and get a rise out of somebody and when you do that that shows how much you really care because someone who doesn't really care and someone who's really been over it you're deleted off facebook 
or not yeah. even because you don't even have the time to go find them on Facebook. You just have no more communication with them. Your life has nothing to do with them. And I just, he's going to keep going through the sad song until the day he really is over her. And hopefully it's sometime really soon. Hopefully a nice girl comes around, blows his mind out, gives him some, some amazing sex. I mean, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is that's going to get this guy off it. Maybe she can they can sing a duet together. I don't know. <laughs> Start a band. Yeah. Um, like. I Yeah, I agree. He definitely does not sound over her. And even though he can say whatever he wants, you're right. Like, he's trying to get attention from her, if anything. So she definitely seemed to have committed some wrongdoing here. But, Gary, you need to move on. Just move on, man. You can do it. Go have sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guys, I love your, like, you guys are going to be my relationship therapist because I love your advice. You guys are so funny. But um, we got to have our own, like, love after show like Wait, i was like, already offered that someone told me right. uh, we were talking about the real world and they're like jesse like you need to start a relationship show and people can call in but now that i'm talking to you guys i would i think the three of us need to get on this i think i seriously think we should do that <laughs> that would be like so after funny. buzz after buzz in love call us with your with your questions yes <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well I have first. some more love and relationship news. We were talking about Ryan. So Ryan was on this week's uh, Father's Edition. Dr. Drew had a special edition just with the fathers of Teen Mom, including Ryan. And Dr. Drew asked if he would ever get back together with Macy. And he said, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say no because I don't. And then he stopped. And then he said, but it would have to be like another life-changing experience for me, meaning Bentley was a life-changing experience. It would have to be another changing experience that would bring them together. Um, but then they asked, he asked if he was dating anyone else, and he said, I don't need another mom. I don't need anybody telling me what I can and can't do right now. So a couple weeks ago, I said he was dating this um, Hooters, waitress, and college student. I guess that must have fizzled out because he made it sound like he was single currently. I mean, he's lying to himself. He knows he wants her. It's end of story. <laughs> if he ha- if he's dating another girl, it's just because there needs to be something in between time. He's a man and an immature man at that. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of a guy being like, no, I don't want another girl. Like, I don't want, you know, I kind of feel like guys, especially at his age, always want a girl so i think he's got his girl in mind he's just not going to say it well and and then what does i don't need another mom who said you why are you dating moms is who said that <laughs> like I don't, well i think he means mom like i don't want someone telling me what to do all the time like macy acted like his mom you know telling him what to do well and right i mean i'm right i'm I, guys are probably gonna hate me for this but at that age, when you're in a relationship, girls tend to grow up faster than guys do, mentally. Um, so at that age, it's like, you know, he wants to do certain things. It's like, yeah, you know, when you have a baby, especially my best friend, she, I don't want to use the word immature, but it had immature tendencies. As soon as she had a baby, it was like she snapped up, pulled it together, and knew what to do. So... I feel like that's what Macy was doing at that time. I'm sure she was probably a little cray-cray than she should have been. But, I mean, she might have been pulling a Caitlyn. But, I don't know. Ryan just, he's really immature and really spoiled is what I'm seeing. And his parents need to kick him out of that house. That's that's the life changer he needs. Well, on to some more dating news. Sarah, you know, she had been dating a guy for a month, and then they broke up uh, bitterly. It looked like she claimed that he was using her for fame. Uh, now she's on J-Date, and she wrote the qualities she wants in a man are happy, supportive, works hard, is successful, can stay in but can also go out, is active, outgoing, easygoing, likes children and dogs, can be serious but knows when to have fun, and is a romantic. That's picky. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I don't know. And I've I've actually heard really bad things about J Date. Um, not bad things. I mean, just like it's like any other dating site. You're being too, but you cannot well, be I too. I think this is a confirmation that she's Jewish, which I knew her last name was Abraham. So I thought she had to have been, but I wasn't sure. So I like I like that they got a, a Jewish teen mom on the show. Since yeah. I, I'm Jewish, so I had to say that. I like that they got a Jewish teen mom on the show. <laughs> keeping it diverse. <laughs> yeah, keeping it diverse. No, but, you know, I think, you know, whatever dating site it is, it that sounds a little bossy. I mean, if you're trying to land a guy, I think you need to be a little more like, I like to have fun. I'm this, I'm that. It sounds a little demanding for me. I mean... Can you but are you surprised? It's Farah. <laughs> right. Like, I know. I shouldn't she, be. Is she going to have a checklist? Like, um, do you like to go out? Check. Do you like to stay in? Check. <laughs> are you serious? Check. Do you like to have fun? Check. Like, these are oxymorons. What are we doing? Oh, my God. Well, I, I thought... she probably wants to date someone who can get her on TV. <laughs> yeah. Or Well, she's yeah. already on TV, but you know what I mean? Her Boost her career. And with this decision this week to leave Sophia behind, I was waiting to hear, you know, everyone's opinions about it. And now her baby daddy's mom, Stormy Clark, who traditionally does not like Farah. Earlier this season, she was seen trying to get a custody agreement so that she could see Sophia more often. Her and Farah were never on good terms. When Farah first appealed to get, like, money from, um, like, Derek's estate or something like that, or insurance, life insurance. Um, Stor- like, Stormy denied that he was the baby's father, and it got really ugly. So it was interesting to hear what she had to say. She said, it saddens me deeply. This has this has to be scarring Sophia, not seeing her mother every day. I was absolutely appalled to hear that Farah had left Sophia with Deborah. I mean, I understand that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I obviously. I mean, you would think that would be the reaction from her. Absolutely. It must be she tough for her right. because for her to want to have access to the child earlier, like they literally went to a judge and the judge said, like, you can't claim that as like a grandparent or that, you know, there was no hearing. For her to like actually want access and then to see her just get up and leave the child behind must be difficult though you know i have to wonder what her intentions are speaking publicly about that and you know like chastising farah in public but you know i have to say i agree with her totally absolutely and unfortunately you know we saw butch who is tyler's dad going through all this uh legal drama you know this episode currently he again is uh, landed in court. He was in district court for a hearing on a domestic violence charge Monday afternoon. He broke his no-contact order with April, was drunk, and I guess hit her. She called the police. There's a pretrial hearing, um, and he was arraigned on the domestic violence charge September 8th. Bond was set at $3,000, and a no-contact order with the victim, April, was issued. And um, last week I reported this. His daughter said that he got back into craft and he uses the MTV money for that. And the reason I know that at least Caitlin is involved in the next season of Teen Mom is because MTV was on site to film the hearing. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. It's going to get messy. I wish they wouldn't involve his storyline with the show. I wish they would step in and say, I know they're going to and they love it. It's just so toxic. It's, it's Well, they have to, I think the reason they're showing it is because I think it's important to see what they're dealing with as far as who's supposed to be their role models and who's supposed to be helping them. Right. But I do agree that you know, I don't know, is is that what this is supposed to be about, this show? I don't know. I mean, they show all the other parents. Well, they don't so. have the baby, though. So it's like, why are they still 
following Caitlyn and Tyler. Now it's like three years later. Why are they still following them? They gave up the baby. And I mean, it's interesting to see them dealing with like, you know, giving up the baby and adoption. But this far down the line, they're, you know, no, they seem to be fitting into a different show now. Not exactly the teen mom show. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing I could say is just the fact of them they're clearly is still dealing with issues wanting the child back in their life. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people do go through that, so I would think that that would be the only re- the the re- main reason why. Because um, other than that, yeah, I don't really see a purpose for them on the show. Yeah. Well, thank you to the two of you for joining me tonight. For the finale. I wish I had you guys all season, but now at least we know that Teen Moms, the DC Moms, are indeed filming another season. So when that does air, Jesse and Jackie, I will be calling both of you back. And in the meantime, we have to brainstorm on our love and relationship after show. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll have, the, we'll have them in as special guests. They'll be our first uh, guests on the show. But Gary... You need to get yourself together. I know. <laughs> Gary, if you're listening, you're going to be our first guest. And um, to all the teen moms uh, from se- from season three, thank you for keeping it dramatic for us all season. I've loved toasting it all season. I've loved having you guys on. And um, I don't know what I'm going to do in the meantime. Hopefully another 16 and pregnant season will keep us busy. But uh, to all our viewers and listeners, please tweet at us and let us know what you thought of the after show. And uh, tweet at us your love and relationship questions because our guru, DJ Jesse Janity, will be answering them as we brainstorm <laughs> our new after show. Hello. So, Jesse and Jackie, thank you for joining me. And um, listeners and viewers, there is no next week, so have a good night. And I cannot believe it. there's no reunion. <laughs> I know. Well, I I didn't see any preview for reunion. There's normally a reunion. So if the reunion is indeed next week, then join us next week. Me, Jesse, Jackie, hopefully Ed and Isabel, the whole crew, we can get an update on where everything stands right now. (laughs) From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.